have to cut all this out. <laughs> if you're not gonna be real, we're not doing it. Um, welcome to a lovely millennial mom right there. Hopefully you heard that can opening. Most millennial moms are drinking wine. Mm. If you're a real millennial mom, you're not drinking wine because you get heartburn. There it is. Mm -hmm. You know, you already have your child waking up. The last thing you want is heartburn waking you up. That, that too. And with that, we'd like to tell you that this show is brought to you by Pepsidac. That is P-E-P-C-I-D-A-C. Pepsidac. That was good. Thank you. Thank you to our sponsor. <laughs> they don't even know they're our sponsor. It's Pepsid and Disney, actually. Oh, yes. Disney. Disney. Big one. D-I-S-N-E-Y. <laughs> Can't forget to thank Disney. Our thank biggest, you, Disney. Biggest supporter we have. It's like Sesame Street. It has, it's it takes a lot in my brain to spill things out like that that quickly i would say it's mom brain but mm. well also now um my child's at the age where we have to spell everything so it's probably why i'm really good at spelling stuff um, i think legally we have to say that disney is not actually sponsoring this same with pets that i see fine and we're gonna be honest a can dream nobody sponsors us <laughs> nobody our husbands yeah this episode is brought to you by Leon and Randy. That is L-E-O-N-R-A-N-D-Y. Mm, Thank you. Guys. Thanks. Couldn't do it without you. Mm. What would we talk about without our husbands? I just the kids. <laughs> the ones who started it all. <laughs> Turned us into millennial moms. So what do we talk about first? Do we talk about life pre-kid? Ooh, that's a good one. And then go into life post-kid. Vastly, vastly different. We call it the decline. That is V-A-S-T-L. <laughs> vastly. Vastly. Somebody got a word or date that later. <laughs> okay, so we're in our 30s. Mm -hmm. Like early. Early. Early, very early. 30s. So early, we're almost late 20s. <laughs> They're really the same, except there's a lot more heartburn, a lot less sleep. No, I would say it's more sleep than we had in our 20s. Yeah, yeah. Oddly enough. But we like to blame it on the children that we're not getting enough sleep. But we never got enough sleep. But really, it's like taking care of your drunk college friend all the time. So getting ready for, we've known each other since college. Mm -hmm. And um, again, early 30s, so we've got some time in. Yes, we have. We're, we're about a decade. decade. Ooh, that hurt. Ooh, that hurt. Wow. Heartburn. Oh. <laughs> yeah, about a decade in. Decade back in the day used to be like, oh, that's when I was 12. Yeah. It's really sad when you're like, oh, 1999 was like, you know, five years ago. And then you're like, 25 years ago. Oh, when I see somebody who's And like, yes, I know the math is wrong on that, but I'm just being general. <laughs> math isn't my strong suit. <laughs> We're more of spellers. <laughs> We're more English majors. <laughs> so, when I see a child that was born in 2000 and they're at the bar drinking, I say, no, no, you are too young. You're supposed to be five. You're supposed to be doing homework somewhere. You're not even in school yet. Are you even potty trained? You're not That's even. My first you're thought. not even bored. 
I went to the gas station the other day and you know they have those signs oh, up. You exactly. know the sign I'm talking you about. The sign that says you can't smoke, you can't drink unless you were born after yep. this date. And the date ended in the year 2000. Mm. And it's so painful. I had a little bit of a breakdown at the gas station. Like crying or like? Yeah, crying. And obviously she thought it was because of the gas prices. Oh. But I was like, no, it's the gas prices and the fact that I'm old. This is not what we signed up for. It is not. When we were young and hip, that's how we know we're old. When we say things like when we were young and hip. Oh, that's sad. You know, I always wonder like, do our, do our mothers, they had to have gone through this. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they were never young and hip. This is true. So our like, kids will say the same about us. Yeah. You know, okay, so I have a preteen and a toddler. And I'm blessed to say my preteen still thinks I'm cool. Aww. Not so much his dad. Mm. Does not his he calls everything his dad does cringy. Mm. But I haven't gotten that yet, so that's nice. I'm still funny. And I think it's all the ticky-talky that I watch. Oh, you are still funny. I keep it up on the ticky-talky. Mm. So I think that's the secret. Get on TikTok. Mm. Just I don't do the dances, for the love of God. I can barely walk, let alone learn dance moves. Right. I was taking a self-defense uh, class the other day because it was free. And I had nothing else to do on Saturday Again, morning. Early 30s. They mm -hmm. <laughs> were like... Women, learn how to defend yourself. I'm like, oh, I got nothing else to do. I suppose I will. It's go do this or stay home. It's true. So I went to this self-defense class and uh, the simplest of things, like somebody grabbing your wrist and then you learn how to get out of it. And I could not get any of it. Like my moves, so uncoordinated. Like, so you take your toe and you do what? Like, no, we're just talking about wrists right now. And you're like, which part is that again? Okay, and on to our next move. And I'm like, this is just high school all over again. Just kidding. I didn't have any dance in high school. No. I went to a Baptist high school. Mm, that's a story for another day. Yes, we were brought up vastly different. <laughs> you went to Baptist school. I barely went to school. <laughs> <laughs> my poor mother the mm. things i put her through mm -hmm. like i let's just take a moment to apologize to our mothers because wow no it was great i really was an angel child mm. i never did anything wrong i find that hard to believe mm -mm. no i never did anything wrong until i got older i waited yeah. until i was about 20 24 or 3. So you weren't a disappointment until like 23, 24. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I got my disappointment out of the way real early. Like <laughs> 13, 14. Couldn't stand me. You know, it's a, actually a really good idea. <laughs> and, and and so I tried to be like this perfect child all the time. And then at 23, I think I finally broke. Yeah, for sure. I was there for that. I remember that night. <laughs> Wowza. It was vastly different than the old Elizabeth. <laughs> Possibly funnier than we actually are, but that doesn't matter. Just a bit funny. All that matters is we're funny to each other. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Unless you're doing the podcast. <laughs> in which case, we apologize. And <laughs> thank you for being. Call into our show. That's not a call in show. <laughs> you can, but nobody's going to answer. Mm -mm, I can't answer. We're using our, my phone to record. So even if you did call, I'd have to ignore you. Mm. So don't. Just don't call. Send a text. Yeah. Don't even do that. <laughs> Don't, don't contact. 
No contact. That's what millennial moms want. No contact. That is so true. Yeah. Don't I call mean, me. Don't call me. Mm. I'm not going to pick up. No. No. I'm, I'm sorry. How did people used to stay on the phone forever? I wonder that all the time. I remember being much younger and like talking to my friends for like three or four hours on the phone. I couldn't talk to Jesus for three or four hours on the phone at this point. Like, I can't. If I text you, do not respond with a phone call. Yeah, don't. I will decline that phone call. Me too. And they'll be like, oh, you were just on your phone. You're right, I was. And I watched the phone ring and I hit decline. I was just on my phone texting you. So I expected a text back. Yeah, don't do it. People I believe are really shocked in, in my career. I put my phone number out there a lot and I, I say call or text. Then on my voicemail it says, most likely I'm in a meeting, so text me. And, and I feel like people, older people are like shocked that I do that, but I will respond to you right away if you text me. Yeah. But if you call me, it's going to take me a good week to get back to At you. least, because I have to work up the energy <sighs> to have a phone conversation. Yeah. Oh. Thinking on the spot is like a lot of work, because once words come out, they're out. But texting, you can delete things before you press send. Mm. You so you need that time to think. Mm -hmm. I just don't care. Ah, there it is. There it is. I don't want to have small talk. You do not want to put me in a party and have small talk with people. I can't. I can't. There's. I don't care. It's just like I'm not trying to be mean, but like, do people care? Mm. Do people care? No. That's a question. Mm -mm. So we're all just standing around trying to be polite and nobody cares. Mm. Hmm. This is correct. And I've thought of that before because, you know, I used to ask people questions as a, as a reporter and uh like these poor people who think i care oh yeah and now i will never be a reporter again after that no you've just told your secret in itself <clears throat> i mean some things i cared about but some things you know like please tell me how you got this grass so green you're really good at pretending though mm. you're very good at acting like you care <laughs> Like, I, you were out talking to somebody who shan't be named because she'd be offended. But the care in your voice, I was like, wow, she doesn't give a <laughs> She is selling it. <laughs> Me, my face gives it all away. I get that wrinkle right in between my eyebrows and the blank, glossed over eyes. <sighs> I wish that I could be more fake. Hmm. I think that's the key difference between you and I. You're really good at being who you need to be in the moment. Mm. I am not. Your whole life is improv. It is. It Mine's is. a one-woman show. <laughs> it's just the same different day. <laughs> Don't come to me unless you want to hear some truth. Yes. I was saying earlier that you should be a therapist. Because I don't care. So there you go, guys. <laughs> She doesn't pretend to care, so if she does give an inkling that she cares, you're like, whoa. Yes, that's good. That's a good spin. See, you're good at this. Yeah, and 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 so it's a big deal if you care. It I is. think you would care if you got paid $100 an hour. I could care about anything if I got paid $100. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> By the way, don't forget to sign your check this time. Yes, and then you just draw it out for the whole entire hour. I think I could do that. Hmm. I don't know how many patients I'd have though, because patients and patients. Ah! Because I think a lot of people want to hear certain things. Mm. They're looking for validation. Mm. They're looking for something to help them sleep better at night. Mm. I'm not that person. That you're not. 
I'm gonna be the one that was like, yo, really? Mm. You did that? You said that? Do you think that was a good idea? And then people are like, ah. No, but I, that's exactly what therapists do. They, they, they ask you questions. Like, do you think that was a good idea? Mm. And you're like, I don't know, do you? And they're like, no, I'm asking you. Yeah. Now that you're talking about this, do you now think that was a good idea? Is your hindsight 2020? Yes. Because. If not, you need to get your hindsight checked. checked. <laughs> I think it could be a flourishing career. I think we have to change it from therapist to like life coach. Mm. Because therapist requires a lot of schooling yeah. that I don't have the time or the energy for. But life coach, I feel like you can just call yourself a life coach. This is true. And people are like, here you go. I have plenty of friends that'll be like, no, she's great. Mm. I'll, I'll give a reference. A good reference? Yeah. Well, I said a reference. <laughs> You're going to give a what now? <laughs> that is R-E-F-E-R-E-N-C-E. -E -E. Oh, look at that. So anyway. Millennial moms. Millennial moms. Nobody tells you how to do anything. Nobody. There's no handbook. There's plenty of mom Facebook pages out there that... Listen, listen, guys. Here's some truth for you. If you are a new mom, my one piece of advice for you is to get off the mom Facebook group as soon as humanly possible. Mm. There is no help to be had on those sites. It's just a lot of judging, mm. a lot of shaming. Like, we don't feel enough pressure... But like you're gonna get into it with Susie Q from Oklahoma and Susie Q, pause. I didn't ask you. I didn't ask you. I'm just sharing an experience and you're all sitting here telling me my experience is wrong. Look, there's a lot of gray area in motherhood and the way you mother and the way I mother are different. The way I mother and other friends of mine mother are different. All of our kids are alive. Mm -hmm. All of them are happy. Mm -hmm. All of them are healthy. Yes. We don't need to like constantly be shaming and judging one another. And I feel like nothing constructive comes out of a mom Facebook. Are they fed? Mm -hmm. Are they clean? Are they happy? Mm -hmm. Okay, well bravo to you, you're a winner. Right? We don't need to judge with the breastfeeding and the bottle feeding and the- Organic foods. Organic foods or the, um, vitamins or the co-sleeping or the whatever like i'm gonna disagree with lots of choices but hey your kid looks just fine to me so like you go right ahead and do that i don't know anyone why who has a toddler who's gonna sit down and eat everything on their plate and it be organic they are not a real child they are a robot <laughs> but that's what i mean maybe it works for them maybe your child loves that that's great for you. I'm so happy that your kid eats all their vegetables and they adore them. My kid's gonna peel the fried chicken parts off of her McNuggets and eat them. Mm. And she's great. Yeah. She's totally fine. Yeah. Promise you. Mm. The doctor told me like, if she's not eating and all she wants to eat is potato chips, that's fine. Same. I had the same conversation. I think we have the same doctor, but same conversation with both my kids actually. And I was like, okay, they're, you know, not eating vegetables. And I've heard this is really terrible. And, but then I put Are a they going to get scurvy? <gasps> What's going to happen? Are they going to turn me into CBS? Because <laughs> my kid hasn't had a vegetable in at least seven days. Yeah. And these are real fears that I feel we put on each other as moms. And no. I think it's harder now to be a millennial mom than it was. Our mothers are going to kill us later. Yes. This, but, um, 
than it was back in the day because back in the day you know you worried about what your neighbor saw you yell at your kid like now it's like you get judged on every single thing you do like because everything is under such a microscope with social media everything is out there back when our parents were raising children you know in the 90s um things were you didn't know you didn't know what amy from connecticut was feeding her kid because she didn't post a picture of it and put it on facebook now everything is so public and everybody has to try and one-up each other and that's a story for another day is how social media has really damaged with the millennials we grew up when facebook started so we have, we were the we were the last generation that did not have our childhood on the internet mm -hmm. but when i was probably i don't know 18 or 19 oh that just aged me <laughs> facebook was becoming a thing yes. and so we i feel that a lot of millennial moms like you and i don't post much about our lives on facebook well you and i at least um because we see what social media is and what it was I mean, I look back at my timeline that Facebook so graciously reminds me of every morning. And cringe, because I cringe. I mean, like, I looked at one from, like, I don't even know, 15 years ago? And it said, like, I'm reading. And I was like, oh, you loser. <laughs> like, that was your status? Yeah. I'm reading? In our defense, back when Facebook started, you could only type like 15 characters. Uh, it was only Christina is blank, blank, blank. And there was no picture. There was no pictures. You couldn't do anything. You couldn't change Christina was. It was yeah. Christina is fill in the blank. And you had so like, many characters. Yeah. And so, yeah, our statuses were stupid. So we were dumb, but so was Facebook. But now it's like every single moment of every single day, people are updating the world on everything going on and like maybe i'm just jaded and i don't care uh -uh. i do not care about all of it there is an algorithm on facebook it shows you what you interact with you don't want to see politics stop interacting with it my entire facebook is unicorns and rainbows because it's all interior design stuff did you hear about that did you read about the new the information that came out about facebook and their algorithm so i just read about it today they the way their algorithm was set up was you know how we have the like and the haha -ha and the love mm -hmm. and the angry and the wow reactions they made it so that things that you angry reacted to you saw more of Ooh, yes they were trying to right now the story is allegedly that they were trying to create more animosity. controversy and animosity so people would interact with each other more and have these fights, allegedly, in my opinion. But that's why Facebook is under such a, they're in a big hot water right now. Disconnect all of us. When Facebook went out for a day, even though it is a good part of my job because I'm a social media, blah, blah, blah. Um, when I went out for a day, I kept telling myself, it's okay if it went out forever. I think people would be kinder. Granted, they probably just moved to TikTok or whatever, but yeah. 
was TikTok down too? Facebook owns e- Everything was, I don't know. I just know Everything Facebook owned, I think, was down. And I was like, if it stays down forever, I'm okay with that because this world is too connected right now. And it makes sense that they would do that with the algorithm because it did. So many people, nobody gets on there just like complaints or comment cards. Nobody fills out a comment card at the restaurant unless you have a complaint. Yeah, 100%. Negativity is addicting. And it is one of the emotions that people really grab onto and hold onto for some reason. The anger. Because they want to tell you their view. I don't know about you, but I'm a better mother when I am disconnected from my social media. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding I spend more time with my kids and enjoying those moments when, like the day that Facebook was down. Um, I don't even go on there and post much anymore, but I constantly find myself like scrolling. Just mindlessly scrolling. And when it's all shut down, then you're like in the moment and being present. And I think the world needs more of that. Mm. And our children need more of us to be present. If, if you want to get yourself off Facebook, I would genuinely say get a job where 50% of your job is working on <laughs> And then you never want to be on it. I, I do not. I post scarcely. And... Um, my profile is pretty public. Uh, don't post much. Now, there was a time when you were, like, all about the book. Checking in. Checking in. When I went tanning, like, three times a day. <laughs> Gosh, to be in my 20s and have no wrinkles. Oh. But really, there was a time when Facebook was, like, your life. And creating this picture-perfect social media presence was so important to you. Mm. And I never understood it. And I never... I, I just never understood it. I didn't understand what the point was. When you became a mom, you were really like all about posting these gorgeous photos of, you know, your daughter and, and editing everything so perfectly. And I think in the last like couple years, you've really gotten away from that. And you're just like, I don't care anymore. Like, <laughs> I know. Like I'm just living my life and being happy and enjoying that instead of creating this facade. And I wish that social media, if you're gonna be on social media, I would really appreciate if people would just show the realness as millennial moms trying to be out here being like, look, life is not perfect. Mm -hmm. Motherhood is hard. It's exhausting. We're dealing with stress. We're dealing with the pandemic. We're dealing with our marriages. We're dealing with, you know, being the perfect mom and all this pressure on ourselves that we're trying to put it out there that life isn't perfect Mm -mm. and it's okay to not be perfect. For the most part, don't believe anything that's on social media. It's one fraction of a puzzle. You know, you're not getting the whole picture. You're getting this one filtered, edited um, picture of what somebody's life is. And you have no idea what people are going through. I feel like my idea of social media was set when I was younger in college. And then when you sign on to go work at a TV station, you know, you, you got to live the, the life of that makes sense. a person in the public. So I never thought about that. I never really posted things like, I'm having a bad day or like, uh, I, I don't like this person. Like, I never was a person that posted like that because I don't feel like I'm that way in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just highlight things that were worth highlighting. So then people would think, oh, you have such a perfect life. And I'm like, no, I just don't find highlighting the bad things a point. Mm-hmm. On top of that, I've signed my life away to represent whatever right. in the best light. And then I've always had a fairly public job. My job is always in the public. And so I'm either not posting a lot of my life or I'm just posting little tiny snippets. I'm a very average person. There is nothing exciting about me. 
There never has been. The only thing that makes people think I have somewhat of an exciting life is just because I happen to post the snippets of a happy time. And then everyone's like, oh, just such a happy life. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm laying in bed playing solitaire till 2 a.m. I just read a whole article about that, about how moms stay up late and we're all tired. Mm. And the reason that we all do it mm. is because it is the only time that we get to ourselves. From the time we wake up in the morning to the time our children go to sleep, we are doing things for others. We're taking care of the kids. We're cooking and cleaning. We're going to work. We are constantly on, on, on for everybody else. When our children go to sleep, even though we are exhausted and could literally pass out, you get like moment, a second wind. You do, because you're like, you take a deep breath and you're like, okay, there's silence in the house. There's no bubble guppies on TV. Uh, I can watch my Netflix, scroll my Instagram, play solitaire, play solitaire, look up my Pinterest recipes, and just like, be by ourselves for two hours mm. and we all do it yes we all do it it took forever to uh tell my husband um like to explain to him why i did stay up late because he'd be like you're tired because you're going to fight late i wake up at midnight and you're still on your phone and i'm like uh-huh <laughs> and then finally you know you know you also get into your 30s and then you realize communication is a thing that is very handy to have in a relationship <laughs> and so you know what the reason i do this is because from the second i wake up until the second i go to sleep i am around a million people a day and this is the only time i get alone i love you all but i do like to have moments alone by myself and he was like that makes sense he finally understood and he said i get it and he never bugged me again so it's all about communication. Yeah, communicate with the people that matter. The humans in your life. So let's recap. Parenting's hard. Parenting is really hard. Um, we need to go to bed early, but we still don't because it's the only time we get alone. And it's okay. It's fine. Don't feel Everybody's guilty. Everybody's gonna be okay. Yes, and if you feel guilty that you're not a good enough parent, that means you're doing it right. Yep. If you don't feel guilty, you got a problem. Yeah. It means you're not trying. Guilt makes you try harder. I feel like all good mothers are like, am I a good mother? Yes. But the ones that are like, I got this in that bag. You're like, mm, Becky, do you? Mm, your kid's she's not even in the car seat. She's duct taped to the roof. I'm pretty sure your kid's licking the garage floor. <laughs> um, Mothers be nicer to each other. Because mm. we're all here trying to do the same thing. Keep these little people alive. If you see a mom out there just struggling, why don't you just be nice and say, Hey, can I help you with something? Be nice. We need to understand we're all exhausted. So exhausted. Because we stayed up late because it's the only time we have a loan. <laughs> also, open communication with your loved ones. Not Facebook. Correct. <laughs> Tell your husband you are tired because you stayed up because it's the only time you get a loan. Yeah. Tell your mother not to call you after you send a text. Communication. Open communication. The end. Mm. <laughs>